you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good Morning Football! (laughs) Welcome inside Good Morning Football, presented by Rocket Mortgage Live in New York City, Thursday, July 27th. I'm Jamie Erdogan. It's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCordy. Jason, I need to ask you. You know, we always check in on you and not being a part of training camp. Now, yeah. your, your twin brother, Devin McCordy, retired this offseason. Now it's his first bout mm-hmm. not going through training camp. Is he feeling the same uh, glorious rejoice of not being a part of training camp? He's probably driving his wife crazy. Um, um, I'm a little busy nowadays. Sure. I'm doing a show. I got a lot of things going on, so I don't talk to him much. Oh. Uh, but I think I think he's hanging in there. He's prepping. He'll be getting ready to head to the Hall of Fame game. It'll be his first opportunity oh, on cool. NBC. That's cool. So it's a, a huge opportunity. I think he's a little nervous, a little mm. butterfly. I like that. So, yeah. Is Devin cranking on all 22 Browns Jets, mm-hmm. like, deep cut? Like, he's, Is he just watching, like, the third string Browns wide receivers to just know those names so he can drop them in the broadcast? He knows the roster top <laughs> All 90. All the college. You just told us he's binging Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> you know, watch the squad. Come on, Dev. So then his references are spot on. You can yeah. be able to yeah, lace those things yeah. in between the third string wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's fantastic. Good, Dev, good luck to you. And uh, Real quick, can I can I close the loop from yes, earlier? Yes, the you truth? May. yes, you may, please. Um, Jamie, we were talking about week 16 of the 2015 NFL season. Mm -hmm. A Twitter follower who watches the show, Kevin, sent us a tweet. You were on the Steelers-Ravens, okay? The crew, like you said, was Greg Gumbel, Trent Green, Jamie Erdahl. Meanwhile, without us even knowing each other, many miles away, I was on Bears-Buccaneers for Fox on the sideline. Uh My crew, 
Sam Rosen, Love it. Matt Millen, mm. and Peter Schrager. Hey, oh my gosh, Peter. Let's go. Thanks, Kev. Appreciate you. Were you were working with Spielman then? That was, that was before Spielman. Ah, I love Spielman. Wow. I like Sammy Rosen. It is yeah, funny. Rangers oh, hockey. Yeah, oh, definitely. way back in the in the arsenal of the random, random regular season football games you've done. Definitely. Get some footage for all that. Well, let's do it. Maybe that's a new mix. Maybe we should <laughs> yeah. quiz these guys on mixed back trivia right, games that go. Peter and Jamie have done. <laughs> uh, time for the lead block. Good block. Let's Good take block. you to current day once again and up to Buffalo. Well, not Buffalo, because that's not where their training camp is. But there's DeMar Hamlin, a sight you love to see, returning to training camp to the cheers of Bills fans yesterday. Uh, a fantastic sight for fans, obviously, as they, you can hear them. They sound thrilled. Why wouldn't you be? Uh, another sight Bills Mafia loves is a happy Stefan Diggs. Happy Stefan Diggs. Uh, here he is answering a question about his quarterback. Yeah, for you and Josh, good. Yeah, yeah, that's my guy. Like, that's why I say when his family matters, like, me and him have a conversation. Like, I don't know, if you got kids or you have, like, siblings, like, y'all don't always get along. And me and him never did not get along. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's still been, that's still been my guy. That's always going to be my guy. So, uh, yeah, we're fine, bro. Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. That's my, my quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a head coach, Tom McDermott, all expressing to the media yesterday that they have moved on from any disagreements this offseason. If one of us has in this conversation coming up, remains to be seen. If, uh, for now, though, it's all water under the bridge for those three characters. Think back to last preseason when the Bills were the darlings mm-hmm. of the AFC. This year... It's Jets, it's Dolphins, it's Bengals. The Jaguars even have people talking about the way they ended their season. So, question is, should fans be as high on the Bills as they were this time last year? Mm. Kyle, we must go to you because you Mm. are a bit of a Mm. resident Bills guy Mm. for us. Should be as high, won't be, though. The hype and being high on a team usually comes from how the team ended the season. And two Mm. years ago, we saw the greatest game we've ever seen in our lives, and the Bills just lost because they lost the coin toss. Last year, just dud city. Weird playoff game against Miami yeah. and then just dud yeah. against the Bengals. The fact is, if you just look at the team this year and what they got, you should be like, wow, this team's incredible. Um, I don't think Josh Allen's going to throw 17 interceptions this year. I think the running game's going to be better. I think they're going to be healthier. Um, there's a thing that's going on with McDermott that's true McDermott stuff where he's trying to, like, he's actually going the opposite way, being like, let's make the hype even lower. So everybody's losing their minds because, yeah. you know, Josh is going to come out of the huddle. He's going to have Steph and Gabe, and he's going to have the law office of Dalton and Dal- uh, Dawson. <laughs> he's got Dalton Kincaid. And Sean McDermott came out because everyone's freaking out about this, this tight end that they drafted. McDermott says, I'm around my TV in the offseason, and that breaks. So I get a chance to watch all the stuff that's said. Sean comes on our show all the time. He's like, can the guy just have one practice out there before we start hyping him? The answer is no, coach. He cannot. <laughs> he's going to have 100 catches. He's going to be first-team All-Pro. Yes. Dawson's going to be second-team All-Pro. Yep. Like the, the weapons are all there. I, I think that the one thing that is really um, foreboding for Bills fans is I've said this. You had a window, and that window was closed, meaning only that that window in the AFC East where the other teams were like not much. Mm-hmm. They didn't have quarterbacks to speak of. The Jets were floundering. The Dolphins were trying to build something, and the Patriots were in that rough post-Brady era. That era is over. Mm-hmm. You had a window. You won a few T-shirts, and you won nothing else. So that window's closed. Those are going to be tougher games now, but I think the Bills are better on paper than they were last year. I think they're going to be healthier, and I think Allen is going to be better. So you should be higher on them, but I know no one will be, and I think that's probably good for Buffalo. The Dalton, the Dalton Kincaid comparisons during the draft were, he's like Travis Kelsey. Like, I know. Travis yeah. Kelsey is one of the greatest, if not the greatest tight end of all time. That's a lot to live up to, but that's just what we do in the draft world. Apparently right? the first rep of the first practice was a pass to Kincaid, and he caught it oh, in the beautiful. Wow. And it's like, here we go! Right down the seam, down the middle, he's going to control it. 
you look at this Buffalo Bills team, man, just I, I went back and listened to what Stephon Diggs said yesterday in his presser, and one of the things he said was, most of his football is behind him than in front of him. And I think about him and the relationship and the emotions and the passion and all of that in which he plays with. And that's the type of guy. So all of that stuff, water under bridge, I kind of believe it. He kind of maybe went off, had some things to say. He expressed those things, and then you move past it. He even talked about the fact that people, like we said in the media, we, we have nothing else to do but speculate what it yep. could have been. And people were saying to him, he was mad that he wasn't getting an opportunity to call the plays, which I'm cracking up because he's like, I'm a receiver. I don't know what the hell it's like to call the plays. And for Buffalo Bills fans or fans anywhere, should you be as excited and hyped up about the Buffalo Bills team well, their quarterback is still Josh Allen. And if you have a guy like Josh Allen, you always have a chance to win. So when you see this guy walking on the field and you know he's the one leading your huddle and the amazing plays, whether he's jumping over somebody, running around him, or throwing a 70-yard bomb in the air, this Buffalo Bills team, to your point, Kyle, is still a really good football team. The toughest thing is that not only is their division tougher, the entire AFC is really good. There's so many quarterbacks. But if I'm a fan, there's no reason for me not to be as hype about my team. Last year, there were still good teams, the Bengals, the Chiefs. It still was going to be hard for the Bills to go out and win a Super Bowl. Like you said, they just ended the season really well. But this is still a really good football team with a good head coach that's had a ton of success. I think Buffalo Bill is still definitely in the conversation. And there's no reason not to believe that they're still going to be one of the teams standing at the end of the season. They had a home playoff game in the divisional round against the Bengals. They had a really good year last year. Mm -hmm. That Hamlin thing took everything out of them. And that was after the Von Miller injury. That was after the multiple weather incidents where they had to play games in Detroit and they had to drive back 12 hours to get there. Like It was a brutal season for them. But I don't think anyone's talking about the Bills this summer. Mm -hmm. And last year I came out and I was like, He's the favorite for the MVP. I'd be yeah. shocked if he's not number one on the NFL's 100. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. It was Josh Allen's summer last year. Mm -hmm. This year, we know from paparazzi and gossip, he's, his personal life has changed a little bit. He might be in, in with a different surrounding pieces in his off-the-field life. Um, you, you also, is that the way you'd say it? Surrounding yeah. pieces, okay. probably. No, he's had a good summer like this year, too. Sorry, yeah. I think so, you're trying to make it like a huddle. I know. I was trying to like compare it. He's yeah. got a new girlfriend. I feel like. um, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, but also, I think like the lack of hype on Allen, like the golf thing. They ended up going against Clay Thomas and Steph, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. They didn't bring out Josh Allen for this yeah. thing. They, you didn't see him as much as you did in previous mm. years. He's on the cover of Madden. Yet he's still on the cover of Madden. Yeah. And yet I think he's still respected. He still had a really good year last year. At the end of the day, this thing's going to come down to two games. And I know we're talking about Rodgers and the Jets, and it's been awesome. We mm. pumped them up. I know we love the Dolphins. Week one against the Jets. It's all great. Two games. One of these games. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Because uh -huh. it's it's a three-team conference the last few years. It has been the Bills, it has been the Bengals, and it has been the Chiefs. Those are your teams. Those are the teams that are going to be playing in a Super Bowl the last few years. Those are the teams that are going to be beating each up, beat each other up throughout the playoffs, and the winner is going to survive in advance. They play them week nine at Cincinnati, and then they play them in week 14 at Kansas City. You win those two games and you also take care of your business in the division, you're likely the one seed. Yeah. Mm. Buffalo Bills, got to take care of business.
But those are the games we should be focusing on, not so much the July Stefan Diggs gossip right now. Mm-hmm. This may be where they would prefer to be, to, speaking to coaches, uh, fodder of like, let's not hype him so much. Like, the Bills might want to fly under the radar because last year it was really intense. Anyone else find it very jarring to see Stefan Diggs as like happy as he was in that video? Because mm. we've watched that clip of him being very unhappy in January during that playoff game so many times. And I, I would imagine that people in the Bills building want people to stop maybe, but I, I want to see it one more time. Just because to establish what we're all trying to understand, which is the relationship between quarterback and wide receiver here. Stephon Diggs going to Josh Allen. Now that's his guy. Quoted it yesterday. That's my guy. Uh, and I understand, Jason, you can speak to this. Sometimes this is how player-teammate relationships No doubt go. about it. Sometimes you, and this may be the future of Stephon Diggs for us, where we just chalk it up to um, emotion, and this is how we're always going to see it. But then, he's tweeting things in the offseason, Stefan Diggs. He tweets things like, want me to be okay with our level of play when it's not up to the standard? Nah. Tweets again in March. It's just business. Don't take it personal. Tweets again in April. Come and rescue me. It's not a lyric to a song, or maybe it is, but I'm just, I really need to watch closely this relationship unfold because if it's week three Mm. and the Bills are one and two or those high-profile games don't go as well, what are we going to continue to see from Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen? Because they say they're guys now, but I think that's what the team wants them to see. Yeah, I I think we'll see more of that. I I think that's his role on the team. He's an emotional leader for them, and he wears his emotions on his sleeve. No different than we watched Brady in his last year with Tampa. He's playing in Pittsburgh, and the team's not playing well, and he's slamming a service, and he's yelling at all of his offensive linemen. Everybody on the team, especially leaders, Diggs has been a captain there. You all have a role to get this thing going, and you're held responsible, especially when your best players are your leaders. That's when your team is at its peak because those are the hardest-working guys. And Diggs looks at himself, I think, on that team. When guys aren't playing up to their level, I have to be one of the guys to hold them accountable. And sometimes that means challenging a teammate and looking them in the eyes and saying, yo, what you're doing is not good enough. You need to step your stuff up. And I think that's going to be his role. So if they are struggling, you better believe Mm. you're going to see the antics. You're going to see him emotional, passionate, and animated on the sideline. He's a wide receiver. Mm. What are we talking about? Don't mean the ball. This is what wide receivers do. Mm. They want the ball. They don't don't care. And yes, it was from a song, Search and Rescue, Drake. That was what that Mm. lyric was. Of course it was. Of course it was. Gunna, yesterday. Drake. Drake. Nice offseason, guys. I've been studying up on all of When are you going to drop some Luke Combs on us? I love it. I know. I'm in a fast car. Mm. You Uh, listening to any corn? No, I'm not listening to any corn. (laughs) You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It's been a while. Do you remember the game we used to play Thursdays, 9 a.m. Eastern? You Gong. said it's a favorite of one of a league executives. The second half of it. Uh, Thursday throwdown. Here it comes. Back, huh? Gong. It's back. Uh, our first throwdown includes two new, quote, should-be dynamic duos, including a pair who will be in Canton next week. Uh, which new duo should have the higher expectations going into the season? Is it Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson? Or... Chicago Bears, Justin Fields, and DJ Moore. Peter, higher mm. expectations. Higher expectations. I got to go with the first guys, Rodgers and Wilson. And it's it started when Rodgers got obviously traded to the Jets. But have you seen this footage of training? Like every which other one? day. Every, oh, yeah, I know. That's the thing. Which one? Mm-hmm. It, I, look, Devontae Adams is way up here. And Rodgers and him had something where they spoke the same language, they shared yeah. the same brain. I don't think we're ever going to get that. I, Jets fans, we're never going to get that. But this might be pretty close. And this here, this is this is the other team. This is great. This is all good. But I'm talking Jets because when Wilson is doing these things in hard knocks and he's going the, uh, 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 he's got the hesitation and all this, <laughs> I, it, it's like, yeah, like Garrett Wilson was the offensive rookie of the year with a quarterback room that quite frankly might have been 32nd in the league last year you get this stuff look at these moves i'm excited for it i i'm gonna see it firsthand sunday i'll be there for nfl plus uh for the back to football weekend and i think the sky's the limit for these guys i really do i'm really excited Kara wilson aaron Rodgers, or justin fields and dj moore I could spend a whole minute. It's, 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 it's Aaron Rodgers. It's Garrett Wilson. I don't really think these are comparables right here. I'm excited as hell to see Justin Fields get a number one weapon like DJ Moore over there, a guy that's been a walking thousand yards in his time in Carolina playing with multiple quarterbacks. And now those two, hopefully that pair can grow together. But, I mean, what Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson has looked like early on in these training camp practices and just what Aaron Rodgers has accomplished so far, we know the caliber of player is. To me, this is a, a no debate. It's easily Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. I'm not even – I don't know why I even talked that long. I'm going to go for the Bears. They traded the number one overall pick no in the way. draft. They did. The number one overall pick in the draft to get more. The, w- w- Rodgers is Rodgers. He's a made guy. We know what he is. We're still finding out about Fields. There's expectations. There's also pressure. If Fields doesn't have everything they need him to have this year, like what else can we possibly give you? DJ Moore's been talking about it. He was telling Jeff Joniak that that their relationship, their chemistry is like weird, like a good weird. Like they're just connected. They're number one. They're number two. Apparently they're inseparable in camp. They're working on this chemistry thing. 
you know, Moore gets the question all the time. You look back there, you see that guy, big, strong athlete in the pocket wearing number one. Is it Cam? Like, do you, do you remember, is, mm. is it Cam, like, with the Panthers? Mm. Um, I, I have, I'm going to sit with these guys, knock on wood, both of them this weekend. Yes. And I got a million questions about the chemistry, about the expectations. And I want to hear a lot from DJ Moore because he's this quiet figure who slowly gets the thousand-yard yeah. thing in Carolina. But now it's big time, prime time, big market. You were brought in to be the savior. I think it's those two. I think the question is, is interesting. It's who do you have higher expectations for? It's not who's going to have better stats. Who's mm. Like, who's, who's more expect? Like, when they made that trade, the Bears fans were like, finally, we have a receiver. Mm-hmm. So you expect, you expect him to go for 1,500 yards? No, but I think I think the expectation difference is relative. <laughs> I know. Um, no, it's not physically. No, it is what's because not, what's the vomit emoji. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's in who do you have higher expectations for? It's not relative. to It's your... in accordance to what the maybe what the situation the team is under. So I think Justin Fields is. I actually had the first answer until I was listening to all you guys yeah. talk, and I flipped to Justin Fields and DJ yeah, Moore because. Justin Fields, if this doesn't transpire well for him, and even without, with or without DJ Moore, if this doesn't go well for yeah. him, and the Bears find themselves in the same exact, if yeah. not top three position in the draft, that does not bode well for the future of Justin Fields. If things don't go well between Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson, Aaron Rodgers is fine. Yeah, it's so, fine. So, so, so more pressure. So, and I guess if yeah. it was worded that not way, then I would have. Yeah. No. So Garrett Wilson has more yards than DJ Moore this year. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay, that's interesting. Hmm. That's the, maybe it. I should have. Yeah. What's the throwdown? Who has more yards? DJ Moore is going to be the guy. Like yeah. there's a lot of mouths to feed in New York. I'm going to go DJ Moore. Yeah, still I think the they got to help each other out more. Yeah. Okay. Because Fans at home, <laughs> who has more receiving yards? Paulie's got the poll question right now, guys. Vote in the poll. Who has more? <laughs> Garrett Wilson, DJ, DJ Moore, Moore, or Garrett Wilson? Yeah. Fantasy football experts. There you go. Let us know. Our second throwdown pits two timely tape elements against each other. What makes training camp video better? Here we go. Is it the slow-mo arrival shot? Look at AD. How guys handle that? Or is it guys making plays in shoes? All right. The slow-mo arrival shot. What's our buddy who does the the comedy all the time, does the amazing Colin Joey Molinaro? Joey Molinaro did a whole montage of... What they are. The team social media is like training camp season, and it's just a guy walking in with like a backpack, and it's slow-mo. The amount of vitriol I got on Twitter. I tweeted out a video from that I got online of Jameer Gibbs catching a pass. I think we have it. I saw it, Peter. Yeah. It was a pass against what might be a middle-aged coach. (laughs) Coach's guarding him? The coach's guarding him. Individual drills. I think we have it. We know we had it approved. We showed it on the show yesterday and we had it in the... What happens in the... In in TV terms, it's slugged. It's ready to go. Slugged? Yeah, we got it I've never heard that one. Yeah. They didn't float it. it. Is it SOT or VO? It's a VO. Okay. So it's going to play over me. I want you to watch just the context of this. It's Jameer Gibbs running a pretty standard route. I say against the coach. <laughs> against the coach in pants. And I tweeted this out. Natalie Sparback put it out there, and I was like, "Ooh, Jameer Gibbs looks good." And I, Peter thinks this is Dwight Clark in the back of the end zone. The amount of to beat the Cowboys. The amount of tweets and being like, "Bro, he's in shorts. He's against a coach." Coach lets him free release, and that's kind of a standard drill in every practice that everyone Soft runs. Toss. This is Soft toss. Soft toss. Yeah. Yet I tweeted this out like, oh, like, like, ooh, ooh he cooked him. Gibbs! Yo. Like, like, yo, Gibbs just did the thing! And everyone's like, 
That was against a coach in his 50s in shorts wearing sneakers, and he's got the bubble helmet on, and he's in shorts. Like, that coach has a family, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) He's got kids. Oh, man. That was a highlights video. Crossing the guy up. Like, hot sauce just crossed him. Yeah, that was it. Skip to my loo. The professor. Um, I get it. So I'm going to say the latter. I always fall for it. Like, Rasheed Rice from the Chiefs. He's a rookie. Second round pick. Had one, and I was like, like, Mahomes. And it's like, there's no one playing defense. It's on air. But okay. Let's also call this what it is. Peter just wanted to bring up Jameer Gibbs again. Because he started 7.02 a.m. on Monday. Yeah. And now we heard it is 9.10 a.m. on Thursday. And Jameer Gibbs that is back on the show. He's got a family. Yeah. Scotty Montgomery is the running backs coach for the Lions. I don't, it, that could have been him. He's 45 years old. If he's watched this clip. Scotty played in the league. The next time they go out there, he's going to the jam the hell out of Jameer Gibbs. So mm-hmm. he's not embarrassed on TV. Just lay him out. Got to do it. I think you have to fight T-shirt, shorts, highlights at this point. Let's see when the pads come on. To me, give me, let me see, show me a slow-mo video of something that came through here. You want to see a guy showing up to work, and he is ready to go. Microsoft Surface in hand, shades on because there are haters everywhere, and if you can't block them out, you cannot accomplish your job. So you give me a slow-mo video. With a guy walking in, he's focused. He has a goal in mind. He knows he has a team waiting for him that are expecting him to show up and show out. He's been preparing all offseason for this moment, and he will take advantage of that moment. So for me, give me the slow-mo video any day. It looks really good. Jesus. Thank you. You look. Is that you walking to work in the morning? That's, that's just me. I had that archived from probably last year. That's just how I show up. Can I tell the backstory to this? Yeah. Please so, do. So we're in the makeup room. I'm in the makeup room, and Jason comes in and asks somebody who works on our staff, um, can I can I get those sunglasses that we have like for when we go outside? And, and she goes, yeah, sure. And he goes, like, I need them now. I'm, I'm shooting something oh. now. And I was like, Jason, that is the pushiest I've ever seen. Oh. Like, he demanded it because he taped it. And he year wanted two. to be on the prep. And year I was like, two. Jason, okay, year two. I need them now. It was like the softest, but I just need them now. It's great. Year two. It's great. And a bowl of all green Don't change. Green Don't change. Uh, that is a tough act to follow, though. I do have the piece of video, though. Did oh. you see what Jameer Gibbs did in practice? <laughs> he was locked up, and they did a joint. There he is. World star! World star! Unbelievable. That that DB will never play again. He was instantly cut. Uh, they did a joint practice inexplicably with the 94 Niners. That's Deion Sanders out there winning his defensive player of the year season, and he just dusts him. Just does him so dirty. Peter, this is all over I'm the texting. Town. I gotta find out who that coach is. Is it Scotty Montgomery? I don't know. He's we out. gotta find it out. Can't we respect want- the man after that. You got, you're in space, both ACLs go, he's out of here. Jameer Gibbs just cooked him. Unbelievable clip, and I love it with the pro cap on, looks even cooler. That's my clip. It's the slow-mo highlights, especially this good. Uh, the highlights and shorts, I'm going to go slow-mo arrivals because I like the awkward uh, nature that okay. ensues at time. The Josh Allen stuff from the other day, what was that? Was he lost on the sidewalk? Now, his may not have been hit with the slow-mo treatment. Maybe it should have because it would have bought him more time to figure out where he was supposed to go because I felt like he was on the sidewalk. He looked like Matt Painter coaching a Purdue in an NCAA mm, tournament. He was just like, I don't, what, I don't, I think where am I going? Where? You, oh, I think it's Scotty Montgomery. Anyway, slow-mo. Montgomery. Looking at pictures from their practice, same attire. Hey. Scotty, get your get We back. were supposed to have Dalvin Cook on the show tomorrow, and mm-hmm. that's making a little buzz. Yeah. Scotty Montgomery, please come on the show. Can you come? Come on, seriously. Please, and tell us about what it felt like getting burned by mm. Jameer, yeah. Jameer Gibbs the other getting day. Getting crossed up, heavy, <laughs> the whole night. You know, position coaches love to do TV in the middle of training camp. They're, 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 they're looking to do it. No hard knocks this year. Come on in.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. We're having Dalvin Cook on the show here tomorrow, but right now we have uh, an old friend. We're very pleased to have Jonas, an Army Green Beret mm-hmm. who was deployed in Iraq and Afghanistan before becoming the oldest rookie in NFL history at age 34. It's really cool. We always love this guy. Please welcome Nate Boyer. What's up, Nate? How you doing, man? What's up, Kyle? How are you, brother? Great to be talking to you, as always. You know, you're never up to nothing. You're <laughs> always hustling. You're always putting something together. And we love talking to you about it. You are hosting a reality series coming up this year on Discovery Channel and Max called Survive the Raft. And before we ask you about it, here's a preview of it. Survive the Raft. Hello, everyone. Hey. I'm Nate Boyer. Welcome. I'm sure you're all eager to hear about the journey ahead. But before I get to that, let me tell you a bit about myself. I served in the Army as a Green Beret and also was very fortunate to play football in the NFL. Wow. From the battlefield to the ball field, I've seen people come together from all walks of life and accomplish the seemingly impossible. But I've also seen teams turn on one another and fail. The question is, what kind of team are you going to be? Oh, that's Discovery and the Max, that's it. That's the whole interview. Everybody's going to... No, listen, Nick, what's the concept of the show? Tell us more about it. What are we looking forward to other than that incredible clip we just watched? Yeah, so Survive the Raft is based on a social experiment from 1973. So 50 years ago, this anthropologist named Santiago Genovese, he put 10 people on a raft and they floated. It's a big raft, it's 60 by 40, but they floated from the Canary Islands in Spain to Mexico. And these are 10 people from all walks of life. I mean, race, religion, politics, they couldn't be more different. Uh, and, you know, so they're basically handpicked to disagree. And they, they're they're on this 101 day voyage. 
and they, uh, you know, I mean, everything goes wrong. Of course, uh, there's 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 mayhem. There's a near mutiny. There's sex. Uh, the tabloids got a hold of this thing and they called it the sex raft and it just kind of like blew up. But in reality, what was going on was these people who normally would never even maybe listen to each other or have a conversation uh, came together because they had to to survive this trip. So basically, we recreated uh, this experience and we put these Americans on this raft in Panama. They're down in the Pearl Islands and, you know, we're floating around down there uh, and they have to basically put all these differences aside and just understand, hey, what's most important right now? You know, I've got to get through the day. And of course, they're trying to earn money and there's other challenges thrown in and all kinds of fun stuff. But um, I think the heart of it and the, the, why it was important to me and why I'm I'm glad that we got this thing made uh, is because it's an, an important message for today, you know, um, that we don't all have to agree on everything. We don't all have to come from the same place and uh, think the same way and, and have the same feelings and emotions and experiences uh, but we can still respect one another and work together and live together and hopefully survive together. So we'll find out what happens. <laughs> Nate, unfortunately, you just gave our bosses a team building activity for us in the Hudson River. Uh, they're going to put the four of us on a two by two and just figure out how we're going to get from New York to New Jersey and back and yeah, forth. Uh, we'll I have so many questions Titanic from door. a production yeah, exactly. Uh, I have so many questions. We want to have you on again and talk about it because that, that, that's an incredible thing that you just did and explain and can't wait to watch it. Uh, we had you on last year when you directed a movie released called MVP, mm -hmm. which is all about a former NFL player's bond with a homeless veteran. Uh, tell us more about how the film release went and the response that you received within the community. It, I mean, it was amazing. So, you know, MVP is based on the a genesis of a, uh, an organization I co-founded with Jay Glazer called Merging Vets and Players. So the movie is just really about how Merging Vets and Players started. Um, and it's a it was a Marine living in a homeless shelter and an NFL player first year out of the league. And these guys come together on paper. They got nothing in common, but they're going through the same transition struggles. And it's done. It's done amazing. We've been really fortunate. Awesome to get the opportunity to screen it uh, for for a bunch of teams too. some you know, a lot of college football teams. Uh, and some NFL teams, including the Cowboys and the Seahawks. And then, of course, you know, getting it out to Marine bases and um, and having, you know, veterans get the opportunity to see it. And it is available for those that that, that want to see it. You know, it's streaming pretty much everywhere. So if you haven't had the opportunity to watch it, please do. But it uh, means a lot to us. Vetsandplayers.org is the uh, the organization website. If you want to learn more about MVP uh, and help us out, you know, be a part of our mission. But, yeah, thanks for thanks for asking about that. It's doing really well. It's awesome passion of yours. Um, we love having you on the show in person. You've hosted the show yep. several times. Very few people are capable of going from Army Green Beret to professional football player <laughs> to now actor, director, and reality TV show host. Uh, could you tell us how you transitioned on this latest one? And the reality TV show host, there's a nice market there as well. And did you enjoy being that guy in this new hat you're wearing currently? Yeah, I mean, I think this show specifically is maybe the best thing suited for, you know, my background, because I've been in those different locker rooms with people from all walks of life. And, you know, you, 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 gosh, you've got, uh, whether you're in the military, whether you're on the football field or whatever, you know, you're shoulder to shoulder with these people. You don't always agree. You don't always, uh, have the same experience and believe the same things even, but you put that stuff aside and for, you know, for that game or, or honestly for that mission, you know, you, you do anything for them. If, you, if you're a successful team, you're willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that they're successful. And um, and I think that that's why it made sense for me to be a part of uh, Survive the Raft. 
Um, I don't know about the future of reality hosting. I think that this show it is different because it doesn't really feel like a reality show. I mean, I know it is, but mm-hmm. it was just so authentic and genuine. I think, you know, when you guys get the opportunity to check it out, uh, you'll see why it kind of made sense. So, you know, this, this, this cast, who were the crew members out there on the raft, like they didn't really need me, you know what I mean? They, 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 they handled it themselves. Um, I was just really a, a conduit um, to kind of promote a few conversations, but um, yeah, reality show hosts. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm just always looking for the next thing. And, you know, I was, was fortunate to, to spend that time in the military, spend that time on the football field and really learn a lot. And I just kind of go for it. If I stay naive, uh, then, you know, I, I don't overread into things and, and, uh, psych myself out. So I just kind of go for it. And sometimes things go your way. Just go for it. I love that when you have the reality TV host, but you're doing something that you truly believe in, it makes it that much better. So I'm going to ask you to continue to pretend to be a reality TV host with this next question. If you could be on the inside of the walls in Seattle right now with the Seahawks, you were there in 2015. What are your expectations for the team this upcoming season? Yeah, I mean, I'm certainly no football expert. You know, I mean, yes, I was the oldest rookie in NFL history, uh, but I also had the shortest career in NFL history. I'm pretty sure I played in one preseason game. <laughs> However, uh, I, I, you know, I love I love that organization. I, I was I was so lucky to get that that shot up in Seattle, and I'm always grateful to uh, to you know GM John Schneider and, and Coach Carroll. Um, and you know, the, it's crazy because I don't even know if anybody from the team I was on is on that team now. But just to see like Geno Smith, who I had an opportunity to play against uh, in college when I was at Texas, and he beat us. Uh, and I've gotten to be close with his uh, former coach at West Virginia, uh, Dana Holgerson, who's a, who's a, who's a maniac, but I love that guy. Um, it's just so cool to see them continue to compete and find these, find these guys, you know, find these, uh, Pete loves guys with a chip on their shoulder, you know? And so they always seem to figure it out and they're always there in the postseason. And, and, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I would look at that roster and I'd maybe be like, yeah, oh, I mean, maybe 500. We'll see. And then they're going to surprise me and. Uh, I think they're going to surprise all of us. So I, I expect them to I expect them to go deep into the postseason. I really do. Hmm. I like it. That's a take. Nate, you know what Pete would love to do? <laughs> he would take. love to survive the raft. Enough about the Seahawks. That's great. I can't wait to watch them. I can't wait to watch Surviving the Raft. It, it yes. sounds like a bat bleep insane concept, and I'm in. <laughs> We're all in. We're going to watch. Nate hosts it. It's people on a raft Why fighting you watch and, and doing all kinds of things to each other. We cannot wait to see it, Nate. I mean, it's coming up on Discovery, and Max, you're the best, dude. Hey, thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Jason. Thank you all. Love you guys. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.